What is up, everyone, and welcome into episode 39 of the First Read Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Cardenas, and here with me, as always, is my co-host and best friend, Tyler Carden. Tyler, uh, (laughs) don't die, I guess. (laughs) I... The, the intro is really loud in my headphones. And I didn't want to get picked up by the microphone. <laughs> so I leaned backwards. <laughs> and uh, well, and about, about fell wasn't a great idea. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did man. you say Th- your first are... name when you introduced yourself? I believe that I did. Yes. <laughs> okay. And my headphones didn't pick it up. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, we start to See, the show as it's always. Moments like, it's moments like this where I wish we recorded the video as well so people could see you <laughs> almost falling over <laughs> out of your chair for no good reason whatsoever. <laughs> uh, we really should. We really yeah. should. There's some gems. Speaking there are some of, gems. Like Speaking of first names, did you see what I uh, signed in as here on our podcast platform? Oh, you're so rude. <laughs> oh, why do you hate me can i just meet you for the rest of the show is that a thing? no you cannot this is and for the listeners here. i signed in as aaron rogers tyler's dad <laughs> all right it's gonna be a pretty short episode folks pretty short <laughs> oh man it's too soon dude we're like not even 36 hours out <laughs> it's fresh it's true we're not we're it's not fresh. yet 36 hours out i i will be honest so if you're unfamiliar steven's referring to Aaron Rodgers owning the city of chicago still yep which i don't know Actually how legal all that is. last week i believe it um the whole aaron Rodgers making the i own you comment to the city of chicago and to the organization of the bears it it feels pretty similar, I won't lie, to the double doink situation from a few years ago. Like it's pretty up there. <laughs> it, oh, it, it just man. everything's really real. <laughs> and uh I'm not a big fan. I'm not I a love, big fan. I love when memeable things happen to the Chicago Bears. I feel like there's no more deserving franchise in the NFL. It's kind of unfair. Like what, the, Chicago, the Bears are going to move out of Soldier Field and Aaron Rodgers is going to take credit that he owns the city of Chicago and he kicked them out or something stupid? <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, man, the tweets are going to be amazing when that happens. So many good. I should, start, I should start getting some drafts ready now just so we are fully prepared. I tweeted out that the Bears were going to win 24-17 to 17 yesterday. Before the game, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Naturally. Uh what I failed to mention that was that's for week like fourteen. Oh <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Forgot to mention that part. It was an important important part, but anyway. Yeah, I just I forgot to type that. Oops. <laughs> All right. Let's get into the show. We've got some news and uh injury updates for you guys. We'll go through our impressed and depressed, our regular segment. We've got an interesting stat for you guys from week six. Then to finish off, we are going to take a trip in a time machine. We're going to go back to this past August and uh, give some advice to our past selves. Not that deep, just fantasy football advice. And then we will, of course, go over our starts of the week. Tyler, why don't you kick us off and get us into the news? All right, welcome to the news and notes. All right, a few injury updates. All right, this one's this one's a bummer. White, CMC white back, back to IR for CMC. Yep. Wow, what a roller coaster of a few weeks it's been. Mm-hmm. If you are the CMC yeah. owner, I know I have him in a league, and it's not been fun putting him back and forth from the bench to the starting spot to the bench to the starting spot to IR. It's been brutal. not fun. Not fun. Too much hope. You know, too much hope. I don't like it. But now you know what to do with him for at least the next three weeks. If you have Hubbard, good on you. If you don't have Hubbard and you had CMC, well, I hope you have another option because, yeah. Tyrod Taylor, day to day. Could be back for week seven, um, but we'll see how that plays out. I think Davis Mills looked pretty good personally, but. I think so too. You know, I don't we'll know. I don't really uh, know Tyra why Taylor's. they would go back, but, you know, to each I their would. own, I suppose. Um, but I also don't uh, manage a NFL franchise. 
Michael Thomas is still a few weeks away. He's been on the pup list all season. Um, good stash for your IR spot if you are so lucky to have an IR spot in your fantasy league. Um, it could be a league winner, you know, with the, with the timetable of him returning. And if he is Michael Thomas of old, because the team needs right. him. Like, yeah, so bad. Really do. Saints need him so bad right now. Uh, Jerry Judy, less than 50% chance to return this coming week. Um, good news for Cortland Sutton, fantasy owners. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you saw, he put up a great week last week. So uh, good news there. You know, uh, so something to keep an eye out. Uh, Jimmy G returns to practice for the Niners. They're coming off of a bye week. I'll be curious to see what they do here. Um, yeah, I, I I think they'll they'll get Jimmy G back out there. I really do. Um, especially with Trey. Do you think it'll be more of a split offense though? No, I think it'll just be true. Like that is true. The beginning of the year, yeah. So, yep, I think it'll be all we'll Jimmy, and then maybe Trey Lance comes in and in, in the red zone some, mm-hmm. but. Definitely. Uh, someone we will talk about in depth a little bit more here in a little while, but uh, Antonio Gibson underwent MRI Monday. Uh, excuse me. Underwent MRI Monday. Uh, no results yet, but we do know he went into the week kind of already injured, so mm-hmm. something to monitor. JD McKissick was out there like the whole game, so I kind of expect the same thing next week. Yep. All righty. Alex Collins could play week seven. Um, had some injury towards the end of the game. He looked really good, in my opinion, though, throughout the whole Sunday night football game against the Steelers. Um, I believe Rashard Penny could be coming back this coming week, though, also. If I'm not I mistaken. did see that. So, so if Alex Collins is out, are you even bothering starting one of Rashad Penny or DJ Dallas? And if yes, which one are you kind of taking the shot on? I think I would take a, Rash- a shot on Rashard Penny. Okay. Um, I thought they did a good job of getting all the running backs involved this past week. And I think all of them played really decent games for the opportunities they were given. Um, so if Alex Collins is out, I mean, that's just more opportunity, I think, for Rashard Penny. So I would I'd be completely fine with maybe maybe throwing him in as a desperation okay. play okay. in that position. Uh, Nick Chubb not ruled out for week seven. Yeah, that's good because the other running back is and that's yes. Kareem Hunt who is heading to IR with uh, an injury that looked horrible, but is not season ending. I don't believe we have an official word on what it is for sure yet. If I'm correct. Um, yeah, I don't f- shouldn't be. I ACL can't remember what or, it is. Yeah. Um, we'll see. We'll see probably the next few days, probably by tomorrow or something. We'll know, but you know, hopefully Nick Chubb plays. Cause if not, I, I don't know why I, I don't just, I just don't know. Uh, Dak Prescott calf strain on the last play of the game. He is being evaluated, but they are heading into a bye week. So that is good news. We'll hear, find out more in the next coming week. Hopefully should be good. Good to go for week eight. Uh, Baker Mayfield dislocates his shoulder, but he does plan to play through it. Who knows why? I hope the Browns are not falling apart in front of our eyes and, and are just Mm, not good. I don't want that to happen. I really don't either. They're so fun to watch when they're good. Um, and Latavius Murray, touchdown this week, looked pretty decent. He injures his ankle. <laughs> so. <laughs> they just man, can't win, you know. <laughs> they, they just, they can win games, which is good. But they just can't win in the, in the, in the injury. I suppose that is the, the more important, world. the more important part. Uh, and then back to your boys in Indianapolis. Yep. T.Y., Looks like he's having a game against Houston, as always, and then he injures he his quad. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we'll have to see. Yeah. Um, it was, but it's it was okay, one of those you things have other where, res- like, right, they were just so far ahead that, like, why keep him out there if there's any sort of discomfort? So I'm not really that concerned about it yet. Yeah, well, it's something to keep an eye on. It's yeah. okay, because you still have other receivers. But not Paris Campbell, because he's yeah. probably out for this season again. Yeah. After a monster touchdown reception, deep ball, yep. he going. Yep. He going again. his foot on that, on that catch. And, uh, At least he made it count. Yeah. 
it's just brutal. It, it sucks to see he's he struggled through injury just nonstop since coming into the league and started to show some promise this year. And then here we are again. So again, long list of injury news. Unfortunately, once again, let's get into that word. It's, it's it's that time. Everyone's getting hurt. Yeah. Um, I see you have, you might've seen the joke going around that, you know, everyone's bench is just injury with yeah. mine included. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have one leak where it's just bad. It's, it's so bad. So yeah, it's just part of the territory. It's part of the game. You got to learn to play through it, play around it. And, uh, you know, you know, just got to keep fighting. Um, one piece of interesting news though, that we did have this week is Russell Wilson is on IR. Uh, Geno Smith didn't look horrible, I don't think, in my opinion. Uh, but Seattle, from what we are hearing, possibly are talking to Cam Newton. Uh, Pete Carroll supposedly reached out to Cam Newton or has at least talked to him. Right. So something to keep an eye on. I don't know how to feel about this. I don't really like it, honestly. Um. You know, I, I don't think Wilson's... What's Wilson? Six, eight weeks? Something like that? Six? Something like Is that. that. Right? I don't think they've committed it's a to long a timetable. I don't even know if they've put him on IR. Well, he... he I mean... Exactly. In my head cannon, he's IR, because it's like at least six weeks, I think. So... Right. I don't know. I just I don't like bringing someone like Cam Newton in. I think it's just too big of a personality. Like, and yeah. then once that time comes, like I don't I don't know. Maybe I'm overthinking it. Huge possibility. It, it seems like it'd be just, weird. It doesn't feel like the right fit for Cam Newton right. or Seattle. Um, it just feels like something like putting this weird band aid on this issue that doesn't need yeah. to have the band aid on it. Yep. So I don't know. Something to keep an eye on. But those that's our injury and news for this week. Hopefully that injury list gets a little bit shorter next week. It's depressing talking about it. So depressing. Um, And speaking of depressing, let's talk about some people that depressed us and impressed us. You ready for this? You ready? I am ready. All right. Let's step in to our fantasy football office and talk some impressions and some depressions. No, right. There was a bonus, bonus <laughs> uh, theme there. I was like, "We're never gonna Technology stop." Technology is great. We're never <laughs> gonna stop. We're right. in an endless loop. <laughs> <laughs> Let's kick this thing off. First player we're gonna talk about: running backs that impressed us. Leonard Fournette. I mean, come on, October Lenny, Week Six Lenny, whatever you want to call him. He finished. He finished as the RB one on the week. Granted, Derrick Henry is still playing. That could definitely change uh, tonight. So, you know, keep we'll, we'll see. But as of right now, he's Very good RB1. possibility there. Yes. Yeah, it definitely is. He's already <laughs> off to a pretty solid start here. Um, so he finishes RB1, 22 carries on Thursday night for 81 yards and two tutties. And then this is the big deal that I feel like is six targets, six receptions for 46 yards, six targets, six receptions he didn't drop those right he he made those plays and that's kind of that's the kind of thing that builds confidence in tom brady in you right and keep that that's the kind of thing that mm-hmm. will keep you yes. on the field so leonard Fournette, what like how do you see him moving forward because right now on the season he is a top 12 running back on the season all right so tom brady goes moves to tampa bay he's bringing all his friends with him they're looking good not the hottest start. Midway through the season last year, they just take off. They're the hottest team. They're so good. Nothing can stop them, right? What right. would make that team better, you ask? What would it? An RB1. Yeah. No no back and forth between Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette. What's going on? They can't get the run game going. We're just like, they're just there. They just feel like there's these weird supporting cast members that are just there. But I think they found the running back one finally. I think so too. And Leonard Fournette is that guy. We don't have to worry about Rojo anymore. He's still going to be there, but we know Fournette's the guy. Mm-hmm. And I think that is getting established finally. 
he's got his role. Like you said, six for six. Those are the kind of targets you want. 22 carries. That That's that's RB1 right there. 22 carries. You awesome. Know, that's volume. Two touchdowns. What more could you ask for? <clears throat> that those right. are those are things and opportunities that running back ones get. Tampa has found them, and I'm just I'm really actually it's really exciting moving forward, um, and that just makes this offense so much more explosive too. Um, mm-hmm. that, now that you have that option and have that established, so I'm excited about Leonard Fournette moving forward. Um, I, I I don't know how you can't be. Yeah, no, absolutely. I I think he. I think it's the real deal, and I I think we can kind of uh, expect this sort of opportunity moving forward. I think he will step into the role as the number one guy there. He will get the majority of carries. He will get to play in, in passing downs. Um, I'm pretty excited about Leonard Fournette. I wish I would have bought in, you know, before the season a little bit, or even the last few weeks made some moves to get him because. I think now that he's here, I think he's here to stay. So, but let's keep moving on. Let's talk about another running back, but let's, uh, it's going to be a little on the sad side for us here. Let's talk about Ooh. Antonio Gibson finish. At, uh, I, I'm not sure where he, he finished on the week so far, but it, uh, not great. I do know that. So 10 carries right so now, good. not bad. 44 yards, two targets. Um, two receptions for zero yards, and he had a fumble. He did get injured in this game, so he didn't play the whole thing. So that, that has a lot to do with the lack of volume there and, and kind of lack of production. But I'm I'm worried that Antonio Gibson will continue to try and play through this injury and then be like inefficient and kind of struggle for the rest of the season. What are your thoughts on like his outlook or what they're going to try to do to manage him? Yeah, I hope, you know, maybe they, I hope they kind of follow the Carolina approach where they kind of, you know, realize that their star back isn't the healthiest and maybe is smarter just to sit him. Um, right. You I know, agree. D- Dalvin cook went through that process. You know, we thought he was going to play last week and then they mm-hmm. said, Nope, one more game. So, I think teams need to really start taking a look at stuff like that um, as yeah. a more realistic approach. Yes, I understand you want to win each week, but it's not worth it if you take that W for two more, three more weeks of your star running back being injured. It's just yep. not worth it. Um, so I think they, they they need to really consider sitting him. Or I, I, they have McKissick. You know, McKissick's not a bad fantasy option. So you know, as far as fantasy yeah. goes, I don't hate it. But, you know, I, I think they can get the job done by sitting Gibson. I think it'll be fine as a team. And I, fantasy outlook wise, I'm I'm a little hesitant now. You know, it is scary. It is really scary playing him every week. You, yeah. I really do have hesitancy, especially with McKissick there. You know, where yeah. you drafted Antonio Gibson, where he went in the draft, like you have to play him. It feels like mm-hmm. every week. Yeah. But he, there's there's hesitancy and there's a little bit of fear. So. I am right there with you. I'm kind of hoping they do shut him down for a week or two, and then we can let him get healthy, and then we can have some faith in him again. Mm-hmm. Agreed, agreed. Um, no more running backs. We're done. We're done with running backs. So I just want to move oh, on. Let's move on. Thank the Lord. <laughs> let's move on. Uh, let's talk about wide receivers here. Let's jump into that. Let's talk about some uh, an imp- wide receiver that impressed us, really. Uh, Jalen Waddle, wide receiver. Miami Dolphins playing in London against the winless Jacksonville Jaguars, or so we thought going into the weekend. But regardless of the outcome of the game, Jalen Waddle, wide receiver four on the week as of now. Stefan Diggs, Emmanuel Sanders, all of them are still playing, so could change. But regardless, wide receiver four going into tonight. 13 targets, 10 receptions, 70 yards, and two tutties. Dose. Two tutties. Two. Steven, you were a week late on your start of the week, buddy. Yeah, you know what? I'm pretty upset about that, by the way. Pretty upset, not going to lie. It's okay. It's okay. He he got the job done. 
I think he's a great star week in and week out at this point. I think he's someone you just really need to start taking a look at. Yeah. Um, I just feel like he's really the only like solid receiving option at this point. And no, I think it's true. Him and Mike Gesicki, yeah. Yeah, and I don't have confidence playing Mike Gesicki. <laughs> so, you know, in my <laughs> I, I think it's Jalen Waddle all the way. Um, yeah, do you do you agree? I, do you think Jalen Waddle is like a like a weekly start at this point? I do, I do. Um, I think he's like a solid wide receiver three with some wide re- wide receiver two um, potential even because that offense is not pushing the ball down the field. They're kind of keeping it short. They're kind of keeping it up tight. You know what I mean? Tua isn't the, the kind of quarterback to push the ball. And so I think Jalen Waddle getting some underneath throws to Mike Gesicki, same deal. I have a little more confidence in Gesicki than you do, I think. Um, but it, mm-hmm. it's the same oh, idea, yeah. right? Like this is not – Devonte Parker or Will Fuller, I wouldn't I wouldn't feel the same about those guys because that's not the kind of offense that I see the way I see this team. So Jalen Waddle, mm. I have faith in him. I believe in him. I believe in the talent, what he can do with the ball in his hands. So yeah, I think he's a week in week out start until further notice. Agreed. Um, let's go on to man. I, I hate to do this to you. Yeah, I hate I to do this to you. I feel like every really time does. we talk about this player. You know, it's never it's never in a good way recently, it feels like. But this is your boy. This is our boy, mm-hmm. really. Like I, I we yeah. love him here at the show. Terry McLaurin. Uh, but we don't have yeah. anything good to say about Terry McLaurin quite as much this week. He kind of depressed us a little bit with his performance. Um, you know, he was half half of his targets he caught. He had eight targets, caught four of them, only twenty-eight yards. We knew he was going to be kind of limited or we had a, you know, we kind of right, had a heads up, right. you know, he wasn't a hundred percent going into this matchup. So I, I remember this week talking to uh, one of my friends and they were like, I got to start McLaurin. I said, eh, take a look at that though. Cause I don't mm-hmm. know. And yeah. you know, it proves, you know, just because you got the guy, the star wide receiver, if they're not going in a hundred percent, got to really dig in and take a look to see if it's worth it um i don't know this is what the second week in a row that we just have not been impressed with him he's four of 11 for 46 yards last week i just i don't like it yeah you know maybe it's just a drought all receivers are gonna have droughts or they're gonna have a bad week a bad game it's gonna happen is it a taylor heineke problem is it an injury problem? Yeah, I don't know. Like the Chiefs' defense isn't the best. I don't. I don't know, man. I just right. <sighs> right. I feel I like know. are you are you? <sighs> I feel like he should have eaten this week. You know what I mean? I feel like he should have been if he was out there. He was healthy enough to be out there. I th- I feel like he should have been able to put up a really solid performance against a bad Chiefs defense. So this performance combined with what happened last week. Like you said, 11 targets last week, but only caught four balls. And I don't think that's a Terry McLaurin problem. I think that's a Taylor Heineke problem. So my concern is that can this quarterback really support enough of a passing game for Terry McLaurin to thrive in Washington? And I'm not yet convinced after the last couple weeks. I, I was hopeful at first that, um taylor heineke could be a ryan fitzpatrick kind of player enough so that like hey let's just give him a ton of volume and and some of them are gonna hit but you know 11 targets last week and and only caught four eight targets this week only caught four 28 yards this week that is you Uh, know what seven yards a catch that's just not a lot that's not where i feel like terry can really thrive because it's not it's not those like downfield balls and i'm worried that some of those passes aren't going to be like really easy for him to to get so um i am concerned about terry going forward i I, i'm not sitting him yet i'm not trying to trade him or anything like that Uh, but i'm definitely monitoring what happens this next week yeah i i think we need someone can anyone give us confirmation on like has terry mclaurin been hanging out with alan robinson the past few weeks or something like what's going on i hope not that's the kind of guy that that i want terry to avoid yes oh i do not like it i do not like it. you know what i like never mind 
going to pivot away from that sentence because that was not going to come out right. Let's move on to our next positional player. <laughs> or uh, positional. Uh, <laughs> You're, you I, know what I was going to say, didn't you? I sure do. <laughs> All right. Tight ends, guys. Tight ends always are. It's our favorite topic to talk about each week. Who impressed <laughs> us tight end wise? <laughs> <laughs> no the sentence them. that was about to come out of Tyler's <laughs> mouth, by the way, was "I like tight ends." That is what he was about to say. <laughs> Which he could have just pivoted to "I like T.J. Hawkinson," even though that's a Detroit line. We'll get over it. Finishes the tight end four this week. Eleven targets, eight catches for seventy-four yards. Top five tight end without a touchdown. That's what I like to see. This is what we expected from T.J. Hawkinson, do you have faith that it will continue moving forward? This kind of oh uh, yeah, I've I've been high on Hawk all all season long. Uh, really, the only in my you know going into the season, the only you know solid receiving option. Um, we saw the breakout by uh, was it Quez Watkins? Is that am I right? Yeah. Gosh, yeah, can't even keep track. Um, and now he's injured, so. Hawks back up on top. You know, he's kind of the only guy again there. So I've been every, everywhere I've had him. I've started him week in and week out. So yes, all the way. Yes. For Hawkinson. Perfect. Awesome. I am in complete agreement. So why don't we go ahead and move on to the tight end that depressed us this week? And I think this one is interesting because I think there's a lot of like analysis that has to happen here. You have to really think about what went on. So Darren Waller, is the tight end we want to bring up for the one that depressed us. And it, and it is kind of like with an asterisk. He still finishes the tight end 11 this week. But this is Darren Waller. We expect a little bit more from him in terms of produ- production, especially when the Raiders put up over 30 points. If I hear that, if I hear, hey, the Las Vegas Raiders are going to score over 30 points, I am expecting like a 10-target in a touchdown kind of game from Darren Waller. Darren Waller put up 22 points in your fantasy league. Exactly. Exactly. Instead, five receptions, five yards, or five receptions on five targets for 59 yards. He did, he was fine. He didn't kill you by any means, you know, by being in your lineup. But I am slightly not yet doing anything about it. But I'm I'm interested to see what kind of happens moving forward because Henry Ruggs, four targets. Brian Edwards, four targets. Hunter Renfro, five targets. The guy that was calling plays for the Raiders eight days ago is not the same one calling plays yesterday. Should I take what happened yesterday with Darren Waller and say, Oh, this is what it's going to be moving forward, or do you think we'll get back to where this like Waller is just over targeted in this offense? Um, I'm not going to overreact quite yet with okay. it. Um, as you said, you know the, the you know the previous coach John Gruden, he said you know Darren Waller's the guy. Give him to him. Like that's it was very it was made very clear, and it right, worked. Yep. Even even when defense is new, like it worked. It didn't matter. Darren Waller's just that guy. Give me another week of this. If I'm seeing these spread out targets, because these are very even across the board, these targets. And maybe that was just this coach coming in because this was his first time ever coaching, like head coach ever in his career mm-hmm. yep. in, in any capacity. And like, you know, up front and center like this. So maybe he was kind of playing it safe, so to speak, and kind of seeing what he liked, what worked to, to, to his play calling. Could be very experimental. I don't know. If I start seeing this regularly, that's just how he's going to do it. You know, I just feel like Darren Waller needs to be over targeted, as you said. I just think right. it's just it's proven that it works, regardless <laughs> of the of the play yeah. calling or the scheme or whatever you want to do. Right, right. Going into the week, I just think it works. So if this happens again next week, I'm going to start being a little concerned, and you know, start really looking <laughs> at maybe other options possibly. But right. As of this week, no. As you said, five receptions on five targets, 59 yards. Not a bad game, really, You know, especially for a tight end. This is a bad game, I guess, for Darren Waller. So, as you said, the asterisks. Right. <laughs> um, <sighs> weird situation, for sure. Um, but n- no red flags yet. Okay. All right. 
I think I agree with you on that. So why don't we go ahead? Let's get out of this depressing talk. <laughs> Let's move on to uh, an interesting stat that I found from week six. All right. Let's go ahead and do that when I find my buttons that I'm supposed to push. I teach Who knows you what I'm doing? So Here I go. Well. Here I go. Here I go. Jeez. It's like it's your first Look, we made it. day on the job. 39 episodes in, Tyler. I expect you to be able to hit the button when I tee it up perfectly for you. Hey, man, this is like the first week in like a month and a half that when we try to get on to record, you don't kick me out of the room somehow. So <laughs> I want to hear it. Uh, that, hear that's it. Fair. That is totally fair. All right. Interesting stat from week six. This is just kind of an observation that I saw and, and something that I, I kind of put away as a little nugget of information that I think is going to help me. <clears throat> and I'm hoping it can help you guys moving forward in your fantasy football career so i'm calling this quantity over quality and it's something that i've been thinking about about our really the running back situation from this season and so i kind of went and i looked at the performance of running backs from this week and one thing i noticed four of the top six running backs from this week average less than four yards per carry now, after Derrick Henry, that's probably going to turn into four of the top seven because uh, it sounds like, you know, I think he's going to finish up there pretty high. Mm-hmm. Um, Leonard Fournette, Daryl Henderson, Najee Harris, and Daryl Williams from Chiefs. Look, Not Carol Williams. Yeah, I don't know why where I uh, messed that <laughs> one up. But uh, I, th- I thought about it a lot because I was thinking about Najee Harris and how he has been just so consistent and so great for fantasy this season, even though it, from a rushing perspective, it's been pretty brutal for him. It's been really difficult because of that offensive line, because of that offense in general, but it just doesn't matter because he gets so many opportunities. And so all this to say, when I think about the running back position from here on out, I really want to value like quantity and opportunity more so than just quality because there's just not that many running backs who are good enough to overcome volume issues. Derrick Henry is one of them. He can make, you know, he will produce no matter how many times you give him the ball. The thing is, they just give him a ball a ton, and that's why he is pretty much the best running back in fantasy. But I think of somebody like Jonathan Taylor, okay? I think he's phenomenal. He's awesome. But he has to break off an 80-yard touch, almost you know, an 80-yard run in order to overcome his kind of volume issues that he's seeing right now in order to be productive. He scored two touchdowns this past week. That's really great. That's not going to happen a lot. And so... That is like a player that I'm kind of concerned about because he's just not getting as many touches as I would want him to. So just some observations that I saw from this week. Yeah, and that you know, that was one of Najee Harris's the the argument for drafting him so high, right? Was Mm -hmm. yeah. Quantity, 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 quantity. And you know, looking at something like this past week, you know, sixty percent of the running backs of the top running backs were you know quantity that's important mm-hmm. i think yeah. that's something that's very it stands out and i think it's important um it's something to you know take a look at moving forward so interesting stat of the week i like it i like it i like it all right let's go ahead we're going to introduce a new segment this week it's simply called time machine because we have no other creative <laughs> title for this segment <laughs> it's, it's what um, we're doing you know it, it's do it we're gonna we're gonna go back we're gonna revisit ourselves in august and just we're two gonna months ago. we're gonna just two months ago here we're getting ready to draft our fantasy football our fantasy football teams you know who should we take where should we take players what are we gonna do 
So in order to do that, in order to speak to our past selves, we're going to have to step in to our uncopyrighted time machine. <laughs> oh, man, I love it. This soundbite's really long, so don't, don't feel like you need to play the whole thing. <laughs> I love it. Uncopyrighted. Uh, if you don't know what that sound is. <laughs> Why not? If you don't know what that sound is. Uh, that's your problem, and you should you should figure it out. So, let's get this yes, thing kicked off. <laughs> it's August. I have traveled in a blue telephone box to August of 2021, <laughs> and I'm talking to my past naive young self. I would say to myself, self, you're doing a great job ranking Cooper Cup above Robert Woods. But uh, you know what? You really might want to think about ranking Cooper Cup above maybe a few other wide receivers as well. Um, maybe even almost all of them. Maybe even just right behind a, a guy named Tyreek Hill, potentially. You know, some, something like that. Listen, we, I'm pretty proud of myself that we that we at least figured out the whole Cooper Cup greater than Robert Woods thing. Okay, that was that was good. That was important. Uh, it helped me get Cooper Cup. I think in one league instead of Robert Woods, and that's great. That's fantastic. Um, but we were still way too low on Cooper Cup. I think he was like our our fourteenth or fifteen wide receiver, and uh, he apparently should have been like our third wide receiver beyond behind Devontae Adams behind. Tyreek Hill, and I don't know if there's another wide receiver that I would rather have right now than Cooper Cup because he has just been electric. Yeah, I think one thing uh, you know, I would I would add to to this conversation if I was visiting myself in August here would be uh, believe the Matthew Stafford hype yes. there in L.A. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, because um, it's real and uh, it's not just it's not smoke, so. <laughs> believe that yes Um, i I don't know why i didn't buy into it like i i think we both understood that he was a very good quarterback and that he would be good Uh uh-huh yep but i i think maybe maybe this is me but like i think i kept forgetting like who his weapons were yeah i I would think about it it. It, i think i underestimated the weapon vice versa Mm -hmm. i think so and then when I would think about Robert Woods or Cooper Cup, I didn't really think about Matthew Stafford. So yeah, it's this weird. It was a great marriage, is what it was. Yeah. But you know, uh, no kidding. We, we were proven wrong, and that's okay. One thing I think I would tell myself for sure is: listen, if you listen to the show, you heard the term, the name Washington Football Team said quite a bit. <laughs> Just a little. And if it, if I were visiting myself, I would interrupt our podcast and say, "Yo." Stop. Don't believe. <laughs> Do not believe the hype in Washington. Because oh, Fitzpatrick, gone. <laughs> Curtis Samuel, gone. Antonio Gibson, okay. Sort of okay. gone. I don't know. Uh, McLaurin is the exception, except for apparently weeks five and or four and five or five and six. So yep. I don't know what's happening. The defense isn't there. Who? I, I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Don't believe the hype. Stop trying to make awesome like Ryan Fitzpatrick shirts. Yep. Stop referring to Ryan Fitzmagic. <laughs> I know who that is. There's kids that are watching football that have no idea who this man is this season because they've yep. never seen him play a snap mm-hmm. because yep. they missed the it's first true. game of the year. It's true. Just don't believe it. That is what I would tell myself. Yeah. We, uh, you know, I don't really know why we did this, but we really decided that we were going to like put all of our stock into a bad football team. And you know what the worst part about it is, Tyler? What's that? We did it again. The Atlanta Falcons are not the team (laughs) that we thought they would be. This is what the other thing that I need to tell myself. Other players that we hyped up this year. Mike Davis, running back for the Atlanta Falcons. Calvin Ridley, wide receiver. And of course, Kyle Pitts. I don't think we were like higher on Kyle Pitts than other people were. And, and same with Calvin Ridley. Um, but we had both of them as like top five at their respective positions. And it's just not really worked out that way. Um, <laughs> I, I think I underestimated the fact that like 
hey, there's a new guy calling the offense here. And, uh, you know, the offense, he just left. They didn't really throw the ball a whole ton. I don't know why I expected that to, like, just not matter. Um, so when Arthur mm-hmm. Smith came in, he he ruined the Atlanta Falcons. Um, I mean, they were bad before and they're bad now, but at but least Steven, they were fantasy relevant and bad last year. But, Steven, Mike Davis is the only running back there. Oh, except he is not because there is a guy there that I would also be telling myself about, and his name is Cordero Patterson or Corderell or Cordero. I don't, I don't know how to pronounce it. Corderoy, Corderoy Patterson. I'm know. not entirely sure, but apparently, he's the next best thing to happen to fantasy football since like Lamar Jackson in 2019. He has been unbelievably good and it's kind of ridiculous um i don't even know how to explain (laughs) it to myself see here's the problem is if two months ago i ran into myself and 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 my future self was like hey yo it's me i'm you i'm from the future i'd be like okay prove it and i would be like cordell patterson is going to be the running back two on the season i'd be like okay this is obviously fake get out of my life (laughs) and so I don't know how I would explain this to my past self, but it would need to be communicated because it's the truth. I think, you know, you know, in high school or you see, you see like, I did that. Date the bad boy. Yeah. High school. You did do that. Uh, You see girls date the bad boys and they think I can, I can change him. You see that? That's what Arthur Smith did with Cordero Patterson. (laughs) I can change him. And then it worked. And he has. (laughs) And he has. <laughs> That's the thing. It never works except now with the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's working too well. <laughs> oh, man. These Falcons, I swear. Or, 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 or if you need another reference, it's that classic scene from every 90s teen movie where the ugly duckling, who we so thought, walks down the stairs for the first time and she's beautiful. That's Cordero Patterson. <laughs> If you need that example instead. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's a great, great example. Um, But I think another thing that I would tell myself in the past is that there is a certain uh, pretty duckling that might just find himself a little uglier than expected. I would say to myself, self, stay away from Chicago Bears uh, because something is going to happen to Allen Robinson that nobody would predict. Did Al, was Allen Robinson just like the safest pick out of? He like was truly the, first, like, the safest round? pick. You said right, like oh cool, I'm getting a top fifteen wide receiver no matter what. Yes. I'm good. If he's yes. my wide receiver one, okay, I have fine. a top fifteen guy. I am fine. Yes, absolutely, one hundred percent, no questions about it. It was just known that Allen Robinson would be a top 15 wide receiver. Instead, he has not scored 15 points once on the season. I don't think. In fact, he's been dreadful. Absolutely terrible. I don't know if I would have believed it. I would have been like, oh, what injury does he have? Nothing. Like, oh. Oh, Justin Fields isn't starting apparently all year. Okay. Yeah, it's just like. (laughs) Like, it's just, I don't know. It's bad. Like, everything is playing out exactly how we thought it would, where Andy Dalton was only starting for a little bit, and then Justin Fields came in. Granted, we didn't know it was going to be an injury, but whatever. Um, Except it has been nothing but bad for the skill players on this offense, and I don't really understand it. I think you might have a better insight into it you've been watching the games but maybe it's still just like a conundrum nope. to you as well nope they throw alan robinson the ball man and i said oh i always say oh yeah <laughs> alan robinson plays for us every time <laughs> oh that guy again every time i remember him like oh yeah he's good i thought <laughs> it just it just it you know because even chicago's had like really good drives like there's been some like, really like solid drives and he's just yeah. not in them it's just so, it's so strange. It's so weird. I hope they trade him. That's all I'm saying. Trade deadline is soon. That's all yep. I'm saying. Get something out of him, guys. Please. Right? Absolutely. And that's the thing, too. That's the thing, too. If Trade bargaining tool. Why would you not be just trying to feed him 
Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't get it. Him. Yep, I don't get it. It makes no sense. I don't understand. Um, you know what I didn't understand in August, but I very What's much that? understand now. Jamar Chase can play football, and they really are best friends. They really are, aren't they? They, they are. If we were good football players, that'd be us. <laughs> I like to think so That's, too. That that is good. Uh, they will not disappoint you. Believe the hype. There was a point. I think you know it was probably mid August. I would say where I I really fell off the Jamar Chase train. Yeah, and I said I can't draft him this high. I just can't do it. Mm-hmm. And I wish I would have not listened to my. I, w- I would go back and tell myself to stop that. Stop thinking <laughs> like that. Stop. Yes. It. And I would uh, just. It's, it's I would real, just. Though. Yeah, I would have sat myself in front of some. Uh, 20, what is it, 2019 LSU highlights and just been like, look, mm-hmm. watch it, absorb it, and it's going to look Believe exactly it. the same in the NFL. Jamar Chase is unbelievably good. Joe Burrow, I believe, is the real deal at quarterback there in Cincinnati. And, man, that team is so fun to root for. I I do. I really enjoy that team. It's It's a fun place. It, it's it's fantastic to watch. I absolutely love it. You know who else is the real deal? Justin Herbert. But we oh, knew that. yeah, he is. Or, yes, we we, he we is. knew that. We did. So you know what we didn't know? Who the wide receiver one was. Yes, we did not know that. Los Angeles. In fact, it's Mike Williams, as far as I'm concerned. I believe uh, I think it is too. It it, it it just is. You know, it goes kind of goes back to the, the Allen Robinson thing. You know, Keenan Allen's one of the safest picks you can you can pick up, and and not that he hasn't been a good solid pick. Like, right. not saying that it is not Allen Robinson, but there's some connection there with Mike Williams yeah. and Justin Herbert. Mm-hmm. Yep, it looks good. Mike Williams looks good. Some down weeks. I don't care. They're everything. Yep. People are gonna have him. Yeah, Tyreek. So Tyreek had two really bad weeks in a row. Does not matter one bit. It Mike Mike Williams went from. Hmm. Curious how they'll use him for this being his contract here, so they can sell him to. <laughs> he's coming back, right? Oh, <laughs> like, yeah, absolutely. There's no doubt about it at this point. Back. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, yeah, looks so good. And where you got him? At, where you, I would tell myself, "Hey, you like Mike Williams? He's going to be there in the eighth round. Pick him up." And I would wink at myself. Yes, that's all I would do. There, I would tell myself like, I would just be like, "Hey, look, seventh round, take Mike Williams." every single draft no matter oh, what gosh. because like he just was always there and he's better than anything else you could have gotten at that point bar none he's just been he's been awesome it's been crazy to watch that team function it's been a ton of fun you know what i would do you know what i would do if i could really go back in time yeah what's that i would say draft down robinson then Trade him. Trade him away for, for Mike, Mike Williams, Williams and a pick and, and something some stuff. Else. Yeah. 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 That's what Big I do. Brain move. <laughs> I like it. I do like it. Speaking oh. of safe, now that I think about it, maybe Allen Robinson wasn't the safest pick in the draft because there is one guy who just never disappoints, and that is Travis Kelsey tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs. Look, if I was in that time machine, I would go back and tell myself, look, tight ends, it's only Travis Kelsey. He is the only one that matters. Mm-hmm. Get him where you can. It's worth paying up. I would have rather taken him. Think about where we had like Saquon ranked early on. You know what I mean? Like, Yep. I would have take yep. I would rather take him than Devontae Adams, I think, at this point. You know, so I think he yeah. I should have had him as like my seventh pick probably in, in drafts. I'd probably go um, six. And I think you're, I mean, you're probably right. Like it's probably still better, and I might just be like too afraid of not having the running back, but he has just been he's been so good. He's been everything you wanted him to be. And think about the tight ends that came after him. All right. George Kittle. Darren Waller. Oh, he's not been too bad, but he really hasn't. No, like, he's not been too bad. Produced up to what you thought he would be. Kyle Pitts has struggled, 
early on. We're starting to see some promise, but it's taken a while. Hawkinson had some bad weeks. Uh, Mark Andrews has been awesome, but you had to go all the way to the sixth tight end to get good <laughs> again, right? And so it's like, the way I see it, the only one that we could have trusted was Travis Kelsey. And so I think he was like, if if I just, I would just tell myself, look, if you don't get Travis Kelsey, just wait because the next best options are going to be waiver wire pickups in the middle of the season. You know what I mean? Or like drafting Weird. Jared Cook with your last pick mm-hmm. or whatever. So Kelsey or nothing. Yep. Kelsey or bust. All right. One more thing. I think we probably would both tell ourselves. I believe so. Yes. And it, we all off season Baltimore Ravens. So scary. Yeah. You know, small pie. A lot of players, lot, 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 lot of, lot of diners for the small pie. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. They heard that and they said, "Well, let's bake a cake instead. Let's get a cake pan." <laughs> uh, because, oh, maybe. I don't know what happened, but as you so lovingly have put it in the show notes, there is a new recipe in town, and it's really freaking good. Yeah, it's lovely. Hollywood yes. Brown, Mark Andrews. Oh, Rashad man. Bateman I, I, stepping up. Rashad Bateman, yeah. Like, this is what I like. Mm-hmm. This is what I like yeah. to see. You know, running back issues, but they made them work. Yeah. They made they made it work. You know, they've done they've done what they what they needed to, what they can do with it. And I just I like it, dude. Yeah. Dude, I don't know if you've seen statistics, but Lamar Jackson is far outperforming where he was his MVP season at this point. Yeah, this he is. It's yes. crazy. So good. And I've, I've gotten to watch some, you know, some of the Ravens games, especially, you know, watch them play the Colts in that crazy Monday night game last week. He just looks as a passer. He looks like a completely different player than he did last year. He looks confident, comfortable. He's accurate. He's throwing really well. And, He's getting to that point where I feel like Kyler has started to step into this year where he's not like running is not first option or even like second option, but he really is. He's moving the ball well through the air and then he's using his legs to scramble and to make some something out of nothing when the plays just aren't working out and there's just nobody better at the quarterback position than Lamar Jackson at doing just that. Look, this team, I'm buying into the Ravens here. I think they're definitely a Super Bowl <laughs> contender. And I absolutely wish I had more of those pass catchers on my fantasy teams. <laughs> yes. Uh well, and we'll talk about we'll talk up here in a minute about one of them in particular. But uh <laughs> yeah, they are they're they're good. They're a good team, you know. I, I going into this week, I just thought they were really lucky, but what they did against the chargers Whew. Oh, i don't man. know i don't know man good. they are good uh so speaking of uh you know some of these players let's get into our starts of the week one of probably my favorite segment of the show always fun always fun taking oh, yeah. a shot throwing some darts taking a gamble let's do it so last week well, let's just start. I, I was lead, I'm leading one and oh, Steven is Owen one. It's about how how it is in life as well. So, hey, uh, hey, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. All right. So last week. You picked LaVisca Chenault. I yep. picked on the show, Damian Williams, only to come to find out. COVID had taken the man over. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I pivoted. With your permission, I, I was able to pivot. And I picked Ricky Seals Jones, tight end for Washington football team, the Washington Red Wolves. I can confirm that he really comp. did. Uh, we had this conversation, and I we approved did. it, and we we went for it. Um, you know, and Stephen almost had his. I I really wish we would have recorded the conversation because Ricky Seals Jones' statistics were almost identical to what Stephen predicted. I just I need to say that <laughs> I need to get that out there. It was pretty yeah. eerie. I won't lie. Um, but Hey, he scored a tutty. So I think that's a win in my book. Yep. Uh, so, so I, I am happy to move to a nice two and Oh, this week I'll put a little asterisk there. It's okay. Cause of the Damian Williams COVID pick. I'm okay with that. I am okay with that. 
You had LaVisca Chenault finish wide receiver 34 on the week. All right. I'm going to give it to you. Oh, I'm going to give it to you, okay? To 10 targets, hauled in six of them, 54 yards. Like, that's not a bad game. No, it's not. Got it really you, like, wasn't. what, 11 points, maybe a little yep. more? That's yeah. a good flex option. Like, I don't hate that. Absolutely. It's yep. a lot better than some of, you know, these for sure starters, you know, Alan Robinson, that <laughs> you're going to put in. So yeah, yeah. I am totally okay with LaVisca Chenault. He did well. Uh, and, and hey, they, they won. They won the game. They did, and I'm moving to one and one so far on my starts of the week. Look, I need you I to lose. Call them the Houston Jaguars. <laughs> God, no one wants to oh, see that team. Oh man, no, gosh, no, please, no, 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 no. All right, picks for <laughs> this week. I'll start us off. I'm going with James Conner, running back for the Ooh. Arizona Cardinals. Look, they are playing the Houston Texans. If you guys watch the Colts Texans game, first of all, I'm sorry, it was pretty boring. But Jonathan Taylor just, like, ate this team alive. Defense is bad. Cardinals are phenomenal. They'll get up pretty easily, and I think James Conner will just have a ton of garbage time kind of running the clock out opportunities. Wouldn't be surprised if he gets a touchdown here. So I'm expecting, like, a 15, you know, 10 to 15 touch, you know, easily 10 points kind of game. I, I like that pick a lot. James Conner's looked really, really good over the past few weeks. I thought so, too. I, thought he's, um, I feel like he's running well. Yeah, he's getting some touchdowns. He's running well. I think he's being overlooked still. Um, I do too. I they're really in Arizona, do. and Arizona is just playing really dominantly. So, and they're playing the <laughs> Texans. So, <laughs> I, I I honestly love that pick. I think you'll move to a nice two and one uh, next week. And I'm gonna I'm just gonna say I'm gonna move to a three and zero oh because Ooh, Rashad Bateman's my bold. guy. We talked about the pie is now a cake. I don't really know what's happening, but they're playing Cincinnati. <laughs> Not that Cincinnati is a bad team. They can hang. They can compete. But Sammy Watkins is out. Rashad Bateman looks like he was stepping up this past week. I am excited. He is here. Someone we were excited about all offseason before the injury. Mm-hmm. Lamar yep. Jackson is playing at an MVP level. Rashad Bateman is is my start of the week. And uh, and I'm hoping he puts some. I'm hoping he eats a little bit. All right. I think that is a good pick Cincinnati is is a good team good defense but I think that's going to be a competitive game where uh there will be plenty I wouldn't be surprised if it's a high scoring game as well so I like the Rashad Bateman pick there man I'm I'm excited for him to to finally be healthy and get to see some more out of him and then just to throw it out there Derrick Henry did just hit 21.8 miles per hour on his TD run tonight which is the fastest all season long and of his career crazy He's just so throwing big. that out there. He should not be allowed to run that fast. He should have to wear like he shouldn't or something. He probably is. I think they're called players. <laughs> I think it's the oh, Buffalo Bills. Oh, the Buffalo Bills are his ankle weights. Oh, brutal. Oh, oh I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt. They just they're showing his workout routine as we are talking right now, uh-huh. and he's on a machine I have literally never seen or would have thought of. <laughs> It is some kind of machine where he is leaning forward and like running on it. Like his his feet are in place and he's like, I don't really know what I just looked a at. Treadmill? I've been in many gyms. No, <laughs> no, it's not a treadmill. <laughs> That's exactly what you just explained to me. I I don't know how to explain. I don't know how to explain this machine. I I I think you can put weights on it. Like look, think of a stairmaster. But you're <laughs> leaning forward, like strapped in, and you're just moving your legs. I, I don't know how to explain it. I, I don't know what I saw. Uh, okay. I don't even know if what I saw was real. All I, right, write I, in. I don't know. Write in. Uh, send us an email, firstreadpod at gmail.com, and let us know if Tyler needs to have his Monday Night Football privileges taken away while we record <laughs> because he cannot multitask. This is what happens when Peyton and Eli aren't talking me through the game. I get confused. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you guys for listening as always subscribe like follow stalk whatever you do there on social media stay tuned for our weekly fantasy award winners always mm-hmm. a pleasure each week um I'm gonna, i'll spoil something i'm pretty sure Aaron Rodgers is getting one i believe so it's, it's whatever uh, it's in the works it's fine it's fine we'll we'll see what happens there but stay tuned for that on the tiktok and are we posting those on YouTube? I don't know. 
I, I do put post, them on YouTube. I don't, but have we been? Nobody watches them on YouTube, so it's fine. Oh, well, then put, watch them on TikTok, uh, people, or, or YouTube. So it looks like people are watching them on YouTube. I don't know. Do something. <laughs> but uh, thank you for listening. And until next time, we'll see you next week. May the force be with you. See you guys.